Hi our friends, it's Ro here. I hope that you're doing well. I hope that you've had um, a good summertime. Guys, as we enter into this new season, as we come out of summer and towards autumn, we just want to um, gather our hearts, gather our minds, gather our lives around the reality of being rooted into who Jesus is, rooted in our identity in him, rooted in just our whole being being rooted into him. And there's so many verses throughout the whole Bible that, that speaks of roots, that speaks of, of the strength of roots, that speaks of, um, of trees, of, of great trees. There's a tree at the beginning and the end of the story um, of, of God's big story, um, the tree of life. And it's just absolutely incredible. And I would just deeply encourage you just to have a little look through your Bible. You can search on your app as well to see um, how many times that trees are mentioned. And you know that for many years now I've, I've pondered over the greatness of trees. I love to walk and just to imagine um, the root systems. You see, for a really healthy tree to grow, its roots need to go down really deep. To give it its stability above ground, that, that tree needs to have a really good root system. There's so many different um, like stories and, and understanding from across the earth of how different roots can sometimes group in community to get stronger, how they um, develop a root system which is different to the next tree. But the reality is that without good roots, the tree cannot grow a good canopy. And, um, this for me was really uh, modelled just on Saturday. I We have these three uh, firs that have sat outside of our house and they sit quite next, quite near to a concrete ramp. Um, and I just noticed one of them was tilting over on Saturday so I just gave it a little push and the whole fella came down with without much effort at all. And, and I was able to just pull that hole, it's probably a six foot um, fir tree, I was able to gently just pull it out of the ground um, only to discover that its root system was definitely not sufficient for the canopy that had developed above. And you know, I just think it's it's massive like this in life, isn't it? Like we can develop a, a canopy above the ground, the, the areas of our lives that are seen, the areas of our lives that other people can look at, can see, the areas of life that we want to develop. Um, but there's there come situations and circumstances in life that unless our roots are down deep, those canopy systems can quickly come down and then we can quickly feel overwhelmed, we can quickly, um, just things can shift quickly in our lives and throughout, the story of the Bible, there's a calling from the Father to say, may your roots grow down deep into the soil of my marvellous love, he says to us. May you have such sufficient roots that you are living lives which match your root system and your canopies, so that then there's as much depth as there is width and breadth. And um, you know, right from the start of the Carlisle Vineyard story, um, even before we planted Carlisle Vineyard, Andy and I, um, I had a dream of uh, Carlisle Vineyard being like a tree. And it, in that dream, it was so clear to me that the roots had to be deep and wide, that we had to develop the underground, we had to develop what was going on in the hidden place as well as the seen place. And that, that was really important um, to be Jesus followers, um, but also really important to be like that as a, a church community, that as much as we do underground is, is really important as what we do um, in the public eye um, in that everybody is going to notice and 
it's just um, been really incredible that dream how then the canopy where the, the birds were able to come and nest and fly away and there was just some real dynamism. And we really want to call our community back to a place where we, each of us, is pursuing the depth of Jesus that we are going to need to sustain us for the long term. But we're also champing one another on in the process that we are a community that wants to do this together, that wants to disciple one another, that wants to do a, a deep work together. But then that we don't keep this to ourselves, that we are not we are not containers of his goodness, that we are vessels of his goodness, that we, that we pour this out wherever we live, work or play, that we don't become the church that only focuses on its roots and so that we never look towards the canopy that we, we we do both and I love this picture this is um I met a friend in actually the skate park um a wee while ago who is an artist locally and she did this and and I just absolutely love this representation that the roots mirror the canopy and the canopy mirrors the roots and when we think about the roots in our lives, when we think about that, there are so many biblical connotations that we can go to, to help us to think about developing really, really good root systems, really good root systems. I love that the word root comes from um, a Latin word, which is radix. And this word, word radix then gives us the word radical. And I don't know about you, but I think some places and spaces that word radical has been stolen from us a little bit. Because to be radical is incredible. To be radical is, is sitting right in this radical middle. Like John Member talked about that a lot. Let's be the, the community sitting in the radical middle so that we hold the word and the spirit in the radical middle. That we that we see all the goodness that the Father has in the radical middle. Let's be radical people who are living radical lives. And the whole um, beauty of this word root coming from this word radix in Latin is that rooting is the process of cultivating the essential habits, moorings and functions that ensure long-term relational ecosystem vitality stability and resiliency. To be radical is to cultivate deep, deep, deep sustainable roots. Let's call it radical rootedness. Simplified radical doesn't go up, it goes down, further down. There is a current furious flight to radical that needs upended. Let's flip radical on its head and plummet it below the surface into rich, messy soil. This is um, a little quote that's taken from the book Subterranean, which I really enjoyed reading at the start of lockdown. And I love you guys, like um, I, I said before, may your roots grow down deep into the soil of God's marvellous love, which is um, a verse from Ephesians, which I think I learned um, at quite a young age and, and sometimes just comes back to mind. And I just love the, the quote there that talks about that going to rich but messy soil, that, that the root process is sometimes hard, that roots sometimes have to get through hard places and spaces to be able to, to make the roots grow out wide and deep. And I just want to centre our hearts around um, Colossians right now. Colossians is a beautiful letter which Paul wrote um, to the church at Colossae. And I think these letters are incredible and really powerful for us, 
for such a time as this. What I'm doing right now is almost like the modern day version of the letter. While we can't be together in person, we can send each other virtual and, and written letters to spur one another on, to encourage us on. I just want to just gather our hearts round um, some, some of Colossians, if that's all right. I'd love you to pull out a Bible and for you to read from Colossians 2 with me. Um, I just want to get to, down to verse 7 and then I've got a couple of other bits that I'd love us just to circle our hearts and lives on. And guys, we're, we're going to just spend a couple of minutes just reading over this together. And then in the weeks to come, we're going to develop this. We're going to develop the story of what it looks like to, to, to really lean into our root systems, to develop rooted lives, um, rooted communities, rooted cities, um, rooted workplaces. Like this, this is the story of becoming a disciple of Jesus is that we grow deeper roots into him, that our reliance is upon him, that our resilience is found in him. So I just would love to gather around Colossians 2. So it says this, I want you to know how much I have agonised for you and for the church at Laodicea and for many other friends who have known, never known me personally. My goal is that they will be encouraged and knit together by strong ties of love. I want them to have full confidence because they have complete understanding of God's secret plan, which is Christ himself. In him lie hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I'm telling you this so that no one will be able to deceive you with persuasive arguments. For though I am far from you, my heart is with you. And I am very happy because you are living as you should be and because of your strong faith in Christ. And now, just as you accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord, you must continue to live in obedience to him. Let your roots grow down into him and draw nourishment from him. So you will grow in faith, strong and vigorous in the truth you were taught. Let your lives overflow with thanksgiving for all he has done. And I'd love to encourage you to read the whole passage there. There's a couple of verses that stand out as we move down and down into verse 19. We only grow as we get our nourishment and strength from God. And then into three, this is, this is one of my favorite verses again from the Bible. Since you have been raised to new life with Christ, Set your sights on the realities of heaven, where Christ sits at God's right hand side in the place of honour and power. Let heaven fill your thoughts. I absolutely love that. And just imagining what that could be like. Guys, I really feel like as the global worldwide church, we are being called and encouraged to imagine a life that is rooted into Christ. And you know, guys, our normal structures are not currently uh, the same as they have been before. For some of us, um, our structures of church have changed drastically. But we have always been a community, you guys. We have always been a community who long to develop relational connections with one another, who long to be people who are growing in increasing vulnerability with one another. Life is not easy. It's not easy and we were not created to do this life alone. And that is why the Father created his church. That's why we are called the church. The church is not that thing that is an institution, that is a structure. The church is you and I. We are the church. 
And right now, the church, we are being called into a season where we are, are going to champion each other, where we're going to spur one another on, that we are going to be the church without walls. We are going to be the church that includes those who don't yet know him into our journeys. And so guys, I am more excited, we are more excited than ever that we get to be the church without walls, that we get to be the people who set up practices and rhythms in our own lives which are going to affect the lives of others. And guys, I just feel there's an exciting adventure and there's an invite to each one of us to say, do you want to place your life into Christ? Do you want to explore what living a rooted life could look like? Do you want to set your roots in deeper and so the canopy can go higher and wider than you ever dreamed, asked or imagined? Because I believe the Father has something for each one of our lives in this season which could totally change our city and beyond forever. I believe he's calling us to be kingdom people for such a time as this. And in that, we're going to have to rediscover and re-explore some areas of what we've thought the church was in the past. So the church is not this thing that we attend. The church is not this institution or this building. The church is not that group of people over there. When we say yes to Jesus, he calls us and says, you need to be set into community. And that community is church. And, th and that could look and be expressed in so many different ways. For some of us, that looks like two or three literally committing together every week. We're going to walk together. We're going to talk together. We're going to spur one another on. For others of us, we're going to invite another household into our house once a week and we're going to eat together and we're going to worship together and we're going to pray together, all within social distance guidelines. For others of us, that's going to look virtual for a season. That's going to look like committing virtually to, to a few others. And the thing is, guys, this is not about what I can get. This is what how I can participate, how I can contribute in this season, how I can join in with God's kingdom story. I just wonder, you guys, what this week could look like if we committed to some new rhythms and practices of rootedness. So what could this week look like to you if you took your phone, if you downloaded the Lectio 365 app, and you said, I'm going to I'm going to try for seven days to, to commit to this app. And I'm going to invite one other friend who I know who could be inspired by this too, who, who's delving into following Jesus as well, who I could just converse with over that. How can I activate this story of rootedness in my life? How can I bring about community moments? Because the thing is, guys, if we try and rely and lean on systems of the past for the future right now, they're going to fail us because they're not possible. A lot of those systems are not possible. Those structures are not possible. And the thing is, you guys, I'm a bit excited about that. Because throughout the whole of our journey as Carlisle Vineyard, we have been exploring what does this really look like to be kingdom people who love Jesus with all our hearts and lives and just long for others to join the story. So folks, this is the introduction to rootedness to a journey, to an exploration, to an adventure. There's going to be highs, there's going to be lows, there's going to be easier parts, there's going to be harder parts. But we truly believe as a community, as, as Carlisle Vineyard Church, that there is beautiful things ahead for those of us who take the journey towards deeper rootedness into Christ, who spur one another on, who champion one another on in that mission. And I'm so excited to see all that the Father has got for us 
in the days ahead. So this is just an introduction. Do you want to join a movement of radically rooted people? Because that's where we're headed to in this season. We're really excited. Let me just pray just now. Father, I just thank you so much for who you are. I thank you so much that you are the father of all love, that you are looking at us right now and you're saying to us, wow, how much I love you. And Father, I just thank you so much for this calling afresh to be more rooted into you. Father, that there's some things that, that we need to set aside to be able to be more rooted into you. There's some rhythms that we need to create in our lives, some practices that we need to introduce that are going to help us to be more rooted into you. So Father God, I just, I just really speak that you would help us in the season to, to reimagine what being your church really looks like. And that we would really understand that as we set our sights on heaven, as we set our sights on you, that things can shift and change around us. You have called us to be a dynamic people. Yeah, so Father, we just, we just welcome your Holy Spirit as you lead and guide us. We thank you, Father, for your love, your care and your protection. And we thank you for the inspiration of the Son, for his life here on earth, for the words that we can see, for the life that we can see live through his, his, your word. So come, Lord Jesus, and just do something really special in amongst us. As our roots grow down deep, would you protect us? Would you guide us? Would you inspire us? In Jesus' name, amen. Bless you guys.